If you're interested in small business, you're going to want to subscribe to the Small Business Showcase by Kaizentree. We meet with small business owners every week to discuss lessons that you can apply in your own journey. Learn from their failures, successes, and stories to discover how to build a life doing what you love. For those of you who already have a small business, be sure to check out kaizentree.com, an online platform that helps manage your inventory, sales channels, customer relationships, and more. Hello and welcome to the Small Business Showcase. My name is Emily and as always it's great to have you here. With me today is Erica McInerney from Mac and Ernie, a social media and marketing trainer for small businesses. How are you today, Erica? I'm really good today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's great to have you on the show. To get started, can you tell us a little bit about what Mac and Ernie is all about? Mac and Ernie is predominantly a training business. It kind of came out of my um, desire to really help small regional businesses thrive. I live in a regional area of Victoria called Gippsland and I moved here about 10 years ago. I just started to really connect in with the community. Um, myself and a friend started a farmer's market and it really, it really gave me insight into small businesses and how they work and how they really are the lifeblood of, uh, of regional areas and of small communities. So um, a few years later, I thought I was working in marketing still and I thought, well, what can I do to actually help the community? And I started offering training sessions. And, um, and then, you know, from there, it just kind of exploded. And within a few months, I quit my real job and uh, McInerney just started. So how long before you started McInerney were you in marketing? Well, it's 25 years this year. I've been working in advertising and marketing. So I was working in agencies in Melbourne and I did a stint in London. When we moved down here, it was to start a family after I'd had the kids, I'd, I'd started working sort of part-time in some marketing roles and I got really heavily into using uh, social media, got really heavily into Facebook, which was really up and coming at the time, and then Instagram and, you know, LinkedIn and a few other things. And it just really, um, it really pushes all my buttons. I love I love everything about the way that people can communicate through these channels. That's awesome. So what kind of services does McInerney provide? I do a lot of one-on-ones with businesses, so quite often startups, a lot of people who have been working or have had a business going for a while and are just really struggling to get their head around social media. And one of the other things that I've been doing a lot of over the past five years is custom workshops, so um, larger organisations and franchises and a lot of like regional local councils and community groups will book me to do training for their organisation so that everybody's on the same page. Um, And I also do a lot of webinars now. (laughs) I do a lot of face-to-face workshops when we're allowed Mm -hmm. to, but I'm doing a lot of webinars now and, you know, some really popular stuff at the moment is things like marketing in a crisis and um, how to connect with your customers and how to develop content that um, that converts because that's sort of where everyone's at at the moment. They're really relying heavily on online um, more so than ever. So trying to upskill people as quickly as possible is where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. How to survive through a pandemic is something everyone's kind of all learning at once. Yeah. Absolutely. And it also sounds like you've kind of got options for anyone, depending on the size of their business and what they're looking for. You can tailor your products to their needs. 
Yeah, look, to be honest, I'm very open. And because I've had so much experience and I've worked with so many different kinds of businesses, I have this unique ability to be able to understand their audiences, see what they need, see what they've got to offer and and really help them do what I call uh, finding their special. So what's the special thing about them and how can they communicate that and why is it special? And I think that it doesn't matter what size of business you are, you know, what your goals are, you definitely can fit social media into your marketing mix in some way. But often it's just breaking through some barriers that you have, whether that's confidence, whether that's skills, or whether that's just being able to to really look, you know, inward at your business and see what you've got to offer in a a different way. And I think that personalization, that one-on-one experience is probably something that a small business owner can really relate to because they're their whole business and you're your whole business and you can kind of connect on that. Yeah. And the thing with social media is that there's so much advice out there, so much advice, and a lot of it really contradicts itself. uh, And a lot of it's just not even relevant, particularly to small businesses. So, So one of the things that I do is I keep up to date with everything. I keep up to date with the changes and I guess I translate it into things that are relevant and are local in a way. A lot of um, a lot of advice and a lot of stuff comes out of the US and the UK and, and obviously they're much bigger markets than here. So telling someone to do, you know, two Instagram reels a day every week might work for for someone with a larger audience, but is you know, is not going to work for someone um, with a small business or an audience. You're just going to end up annoying them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I f- I feel like with small businesses, you don't really know what applies to you, and then also social media is changing so quickly. It can be hard if that's not your full time focus to know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And so I think it's really awesome that you're sharing with the changing times with the changing circumstances, what's best for small business owners specifically to be doing with their businesses? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get people to keep it real and to remember that it's a marketing channel and you don't have to do all the things. You don't have to be all the things to everybody. You just have to be valuable and relevant to your people, to your audience, your customers, and you also you also really have to remain true to your business and your brand as well and not not get distracted by all the shiny pretty new things and everybody yelling at you to do to do something because there's nothing worse than doing something new just because everybody else is doing it but doing it really badly it can make you feel embarrassed and it can be really bad for your business so yeah i like to try to try to keep it as real as possible kind of stick to the basics the best parts yeah, whatever's going to work for your business might not necessarily work for, for another business. So just trying to uh, be a little a little personalized. And so why would you say marketing and social media and social media expertise is so important for small business owners to have? Well, I honestly think that social media presents an incredible opportunity to connect with your customers. Like having spent 25 years in the industry, we never had anything like this. We never had this two, three, four-way kind of conversation with customers before. It was always guesswork. So channels like Facebook and Instagram are so accessible and they're so entrenched in all of our lives 
So if you use them well uh, and you offer value to your customers, even if that value is just entertainment or education, it's an amazing opportunity to develop real relationships, long-lasting relationships, uh, profitable relationships. And, you know, my perspective, whilst I don't just work with regional clients, they are my main focus. And there's this quote, a rising tide lifts all boats. And it's never been more relevant than it is today, particularly in regional areas and small towns, because when a business is thriving and and attracting people into an area, attracting people into the community or raising awareness of the community, it has like this amazing flow-on effect to the businesses around it. It's, It's a benchmark for marketing and communication for the other businesses. And then they start to see that success and then they start to do it. And then more people come in And when somebody visits one business, they visit another and, you know, that makes sense. But it's really great for me that the thing that I get out of this the most is being able to empower small businesses with that confidence and with those skills so that they are successful because when they're successful, everybody else is successful. Permeates through the whole community. Yeah, it really does. Using social media, it is largely free which is also incredible because that cost can be a real barrier for advertising and marketing for small business, particularly when you're starting out or if you're, if you're trying to get more sales. You do have to spend time though, and time does cost money and time cannot be undervalued. I don't think it's the only thing that you should be doing. Definitely shouldn't put all your eggs into Facebook, for example, and I would never suggest that. But, you know, these tools can be, um, they can be incredibly powerful. And do you think the pandemic has impacted the importance of social media for small businesses? Well, last year, I mean, I've always been busy, but last year was really crazy because all of a sudden businesses that didn't have social media presences who, who said they didn't need it, all of a sudden they needed it particularly when uh, you're a bricks and mortar store or an office and you can't do what you normally did. You know, you had to change, you had to do something. And social media has become a much more crowded space. It's become much more important for our day-to-day interactions and our communication. Online shopping was always an issue for small business and now it's even more so particularly in regional areas. And so even if you don't have the ability to have an online shop, you can still have an online presence. So when people are looking and people are looking local, they can still find you and they can still connect with you and hopefully still purchase from you and not be drawn off buying products from, you know, overseas or something. Social media has kind of let the brick and mortar streets just transition online a little bit. I agree. I think that one of the great things about walking into a shop is the customer service, is the smiles on the faces, is the person who comes and asks you, you know, how your day was and do you need any help? And when that experience isn't there, you can transition that over to social media. You can, you know, using things like stories and video and messaging and all of these little tools that they offer, you can have that really nice back and forth customer experience you can get to know your customers by following them and they you so it's definitely helped a lot during the pandemic and what would you recommend to small business owners to manage how crazy social media has gotten how busy it's gotten 
I recommend small businesses develop a strategy and it doesn't have to be anything overly complicated, but understanding why they're using the channels that they're using is really important and understanding and I guess setting goals for what they want to achieve because you cannot just scattergun this stuff anymore. You have to be considered. You have to make content that is good and engaging and valuable to your audiences because these algorithms that the social media channels are using are incredibly powerful. And if people are tuning out of your content, if people are going elsewhere, if they're not connecting and engaging with you, then your content just starts to sink lower and lower and lower in the feed. Another thing that people can do to save time in social media is doing a bit of content planning and creating content in advance for things that they know is coming up. We usually know what's going on in our business a couple of weeks in advance. And so I really encourage people not to plan a whole year's worth of content, not to plan six months worth of content because that's crazy, but to at least be two weeks ahead of yourself so that if you do get busy or you get sick or something happens, you've still got content that's ready to go out. And planning ahead for campaigns that you might be running is really important. So so now I know it's July. Well, it is July when we're speaking, but you should be starting to think about things like Christmas. You should be thinking about what you're going to do in the lead up to Christmas to make sure that you are going to make the most of that time of year. And so I think content planning, having a strategy, understanding why you're using these channels and what you want to get out of them is really important and it'll keep you on track and hopefully you'll spend less time in there. The other thing that I want to add, if I can, is to not get stuck in comparisonitis. So just be really mindful of how much time you're spending in social media, looking at what other people are doing and comparing what you're doing to what they're doing. It's a really good place to learn and to be inspired, but um, it can be quite debilitating and a lot of people just freeze and don't post because they think that they're not posting content that's as good as other people. They get too worried about posting the right stuff and that can be pretty debilitating. Absolutely. The fear that comes with this stuff is incredible. And I would say fear, overcoming fear is probably one of the the major things that I work on with people. And and I never thought that when I was starting out, but I've, you know, I've had people in my office in tears. I've had people just really terrified about doing this, which was always, it's been really unexpected. Um, I've gotten used to it over the years, but a lot of that fear comes from comparing yourself to other people. And um, whilst I think looking at your competition and knowing what your competition is up to is, uh, is definitely healthy. It's become really unhealthy in that social media space because it's too easy to assume that because someone's got great social media that they're absolutely killing it in sales and stuff. And quite often that's not true. That's really good to know that just because someone's social media looks what you would consider perfect doesn't mean that their whole business is actually running the way you'd want your own business to be functioning. And you got to really base your social media off of what you want, not what someone else is doing. Yes, agree. Where would you say people who are maybe just getting into social media or don't really know very much about social media, where should they start learning? 
I'd have to say me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. I think one of the things that people are starting to get into now more and more is Instagram. So a lot of businesses that I deal with have had Facebook for years and now they're seeing this Instagram is becoming this huge opportunity. But unfortunately, if you're popping into Instagram in 2021, it is, there's a lot to learn. So I encourage people to get a personal account in the channel that they're looking at and spend time just creating stuff, photos of their dog, videos of their kids, whatever it is, practice using it, follow people, see what the experience is, message people, just just really get to know the app that you're going to use. And I highly encourage that because if you come to me and you've never even opened up Instagram before, it's actually really difficult to start that conversation. So if you're thinking about using something new or trying something new, whether it's TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, whatever it is, get in there and have a look around and spend some time in there and make sure that your audience is there and make sure that you fit in there. And, you know, you start to think about how you might fit in there as well when you spend some time there. I've never heard that before, but it makes so much sense that the first place to start is to get to the basics, not the business basics, but just the basics of the website. Yes, absolutely. I try really hard to not have people in my workshops and webinars who have never actually spent some time in the channel before because if you don't know how it works, even the visuals are completely foreign to you. It's very difficult to learn how to use them for your business. And it ends up being a waste of your resources because instead of helping them grow on something deeper, you're having to to spend the time explaining the part of the journey that they can kind of develop themselves. Yeah, absolutely. That real beginner, beginner stage is not really where I'm at. Um, I'm at the stage where, you know, you come to me when you're like, yeah, I really want to use this channel. I've been in there. I've seen the power. I've been, you know, I'm really inspired by it. And I want to, I want to learn how I can adapt my marketing, how I can use this for my business. And that's where I can help. But getting the the really, really basic stuff. I honestly think you should spend some time in there. Like, for example, TikTok, a lot of people, everybody was asking me about TikTok a while ago. And I'd say, have you been in TikTok? And they go, no, but everybody's talking about it. I'm like, cool. I don't think you should be on TikTok. I don't think you would fit and I can't see how it would work for you. And they'd be like, oh, but everybody's saying TikTok's the next big thing. I go, okay, cool. Well, you get a TikTok account and you spend 10 minutes a day for the next few weeks and come back and tell me if you think you should be on TikTok and if you think you can create content for TikTok. So yeah, I think it just comes down to, you know, really understanding what what you can achieve and, and being realistic. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've mentioned, you mentioned Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Are those kind of your main social medias or do you do a whole spread? What are you really focusing on? I really focus more on Facebook and Instagram and, um, and to a certain extent LinkedIn as well. I haven't really been working with people on TikTok, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I'm uh, working with are interested now in using Instagram Reels because they know that their audience is already on there. And the other thing that I look at that I work with people on is, is looking at their online presence as a whole as well. So whilst I don't build websites, 
and I don't do SEO and I, I work with other people for that. I think it's really important when you're thinking about changing one thing that you look at how consistent you are across all of those channels and also just starting to think about the channels that are working for you and why they're working for you. So if Facebook has always worked for you, but everybody's whispering in your ear, oh, Facebook's dead, Facebook's dead, you know, oh, it's, it's finished, but it's still working for you, it's really important to keep working at it and to keep um, making sure that the audience that you've built on there is, you know, continuing to connect with you in that space and not just moving across to something like TikTok because that's where everybody else has gone. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Don't try to fix something that's not broken. If it's not broken, keep doing it. Yeah, and it's honestly, it's a full-time job just keeping up with the changes coming out of even just Facebook and Instagram. It's just a daily thing, you know, trying to keep on, on top of that. But also just encouraging people. What I really work on the most is strategy and content and understanding how to use these channels from a marketing perspective, not just posting, because if every post that you do is good, then you can do less of them. And that's awesome. That is awesome. Just to finish up here, where can our listeners find you online? Uh, The best place to find me online at the moment is probably, I mean, if you wanted to find out more about me, you could go to my website, which is um, macandernie.com.au. Putting more effort into Instagram at the moment and Facebook as well. Instagram and Facebook are both places where I give away a lot, probably too much, but a lot of (laughs) free advice and guidance as well. And anything that I'm going to be doing, any upcoming webinars or um, resources or anything like that, I always push out through those channels. I'm in a bit of a uh, do as I say, not as I do with the rest of my channels at the moment, because I'm just too busy to keep them all up to date. So yeah. Like you said, keeping up to date on the changes is a full-time job. You don't have the time to keep all of those channels updated. Yeah, but I do, I do love it. And I do love being able to use my own social media to be able to help people who might not necessarily have any budget to spend or who are just starting out and just looking or just looking for something to get them going. So hopefully anyone who's listening will come and give me a follow and you can go back through my catalogue of posts to see if there's anything in there that helps you. I absolutely agree. Thank you for coming on today. Now, thanks for having me. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Showcase. If you liked the episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss out on the next one. The discussion continues online. Head over to kaizentree.com articles to share your thoughts on today's show and to read some of our articles which cover useful topics, such as what to do about Apple's new iOS update. For more from Kaizentree, follow our Instagram at kaizentree or visit our website www.kaizentree.com. That's www.kaizentree.com www.kaizentree.com www.kaizentree.com